And I know it ain't right, and I know it ain't right And I know you shouldn't take this advice But make sure you're fully drunk when you're driving Walk on some glass with no shoes on And don't pay for your meal, dining desk You better not ask me for no advice Because I'm gonna tell you the wrong thing to do So can I get a hell yeah, what, 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 uh, yeah Everybody, I am Mike Nordstrom, and alongside is this handsome, handsome gentleman, Cody Smith. Oh, hell yeah, Cody Smith. Before we get into the nitty gritty, uh, where are you at? Where can people find you? Where can they find me? Where can they find you? Oh, I don't, I don't really leave Sonoma County to be honest with you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> if I had it my way, I'd be, a, I'd be a reclusive individual. I wouldn't leave my house. You are here to. Hey, yeah, I wouldn't go anywhere. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all over the place. I you can, like, you can, you can probably find you in like a nice tomato garden. You can find me, you can find me in your dreams. Maybe, maybe pruning some roses. That's, that's um, hey, I, 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 I quite enjoy gardening. Where do you go to get advice? You're down in the dumps. You're feeling down about your life. You're, you're having troubles with something in your life. Where are you usually going? Where do I go to get advice? Um, I don't go to my parents. They just give really bad advice. Damn. Dude. I don't really go, you know, just through trial and error. You're, just a, you're a lone wolf? Yeah. Sometimes you got to fail ex- to succeed. <laughs> life experience. That's what, That's how I get my advice. Dude, you don't have You don't have one person who's like, dude, you should fucking not wear white after Labor Day. No, I don't. I really don't. I, I uh... You, you, you ever like, a, a boy check you? Say, like, yo, dude, your lips are looking a little chap. <laughs> no, I've never had anybody in part. No, no, nobody, no? nobody really wants to give me advice. They just maybe they think that I'm just a. God damn, you, you maybe just you got to figure it out. Maybe they think I'm I'm wise. I mean, hey, when I look at you with the Colonel Sanders fit, pretty damn wise. Wish dot com. <laughs> wish, wish is wild. Wish is the best. You can get crack pipes in this. You get the ads, and they're just selling things that I don't. Like like weird toenail ingrown toenail removers that look like torture devices. It's a uh, I, I love Wish. Um, I don't know how reputable. I mean, it's not reputable, but some of the products. Have you seen like Wish.com products? They look awesome. Yeah, I just I've seen things that just like like some kind of pills that just look like like big dried boogers. <laughs> yeah, like like who put a bunch of loogies in the ice machine? Is that an eighty dollar hot tub? Yes, it is. <laughs> Is that a gun? What is it? Yeah, wish is wish is great. Yeah, Shout gun... out to the fine. Honestly, though, this fit. This is a wish.com uh, get up right here. God damn it! Full full setup. I've wanted it for a long time, and I saw it, and Katie pulled the trigger and surprised me here with the Colonel Sanders wish.com um, uh, tracksuit or. Just sweatsuit, I yeah, guess. We love, we love, we love a, a nice lass treating us right. Dude. Oh, she. I mean, this thing is. I mean, property. That looks. It's fucking just. It's some of the worst material. I think it's made from a napkin, but it's. Uh, I mean, look at me. I mean, you look good. From head, from head to toe. You got the colonel in the front. You got the colonel in the back. Colonel pants. I'm ready to storm a Popeyes. <laughs> uh dear hell yeah podcast. I have known my ex's friend for more than 12 years. Long story short, uh, now we're friends with benefits. And when I stay over, he almost betrays himself as a good catch. But when it's time to act like one outside of his home, he doesn't. 
He says, dating is too hard, and we should take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. He constantly tells me I will make someone a, a good wife, and that I should have no problem finding someone. Must mm. I enjoy the best benefits I've ever had, or should I move on? Hmm. So that guy's, I mean, he's packing some serious hammer. He's, uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's laying it down nice and fine. I mean... He's the Neil deGrasse Tyson so of lovers, this one is, This is a bad advice podcast, correct? It's advice. You could give whatever's in your heart. Okay. Well, uh, bad advice. Keep fucking him. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it could be interpreted as good advice, too. Uh, hey, if you're sexually gratified mm-hmm. and, and uh, the, the guy is meeting all expectations of everything that you need as far as fulfillment in the bedroom, mm-hmm. why not keep uh, why not keep having him take you to pound town? Nothing's I mean, wrong um, with watching The Witcher and just getting off, <laughs> getting fucking down and dirty. Yeah. Okay? Have, replenish yourself with a Pacific cooler, uh, Capri Sun. A cactus cooler. And just call it a day. Drive home in silence, alone in your car, to your own apartment. So, uh, hold on a sec, though. This is her ex's friend. Best, her ex's, her friend's ex-boyfriend, correct? This is her ex's friend. Her, so she's, her ex's friend. So she's kind of being a shitty ex-girlfriend, in my opinion. And he's being a pretty shitty friend. A very shitty friend. Yeah. Uh, like he should be. That's probably what he's want to commit because he's like, dude, you're 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 my boy's ex. I feel like I may have written this. <laughs> I think I've been in this exact scenario. Before. This was your life. What did you do? I disown. I'm a man of loyalty. Okay, <laughs> I'm a man of loyalty. If uh, if you do if you do me wrong, you're out of my life. I'll cut you off. No problem. I got no problem cutting people out of my life. You be sleeping with the birds. Yeah, that's. I'll throw you right out in, in in Central Park. You get pecked to death by pigeons. I've got no room for anybody who's not. Yeah, once you do me wrong, you're out of here. You're part of the the thin yellow line. The the mosque here. You're the head. The the, the leader. What kind of advice did you give some of your uh, uh, rookies? Your, your rookie mall security guys. <laughs> Oosh! Watch your six in the food court. That's what I used to tell them. Dirty Tammy. <laughs> it's uh, t- don't go code three on the Segway uh, in front of Spencer's. That's what I used to tell them. You better watch out near the choice. All right. <laughs> yeah, you better be. You better be careful. Uh, you better be careful. Grand Theft Auto release night at GameStop because things get airy. That mall is. Nuts! I went in there the other day. I was craving. I was craving a Wetzel's pretzel. Yeah. For those who don't know, I uh, used to work as a mall security guard. And I walked in there, and I was got the Wetzel's pretzel. I walked past the 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 massage kiosk. Oh yes. Who is psychopath behavior? Who who is that for? <laughs> Absolute maniacs. Uh, the ones in the middle of the mall with the guys just fucking smacking the dudes in the back. Who's looking to get all cracked up next to a Wetzel's pretzels? I want to. I want to go into one of those things and get a happy ending. It's nuts. <laughs> so I'm walking by. This guy is posted up, just I fucking a Victoria's <laughs> Secret mannequin. Wait, <laughs> the guy getting the massage? No, the the massage. The masseuse. The masseuse, the masseuse is just <laughs> I fucking this <laughs> this mannequin right next to the Victoria's Secret. 
12 feet away is a guy hawking fake gold. Oh, yeah. I fucking the same mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just, she's sitting there just flaunting all day. Like, what do you expect? This? Yeah, by the way, shame on those mall cops for letting those degenerates run wild in the mall. <laughs> it's absolutely nuts in there. You should give them an infraction. They're having a, a, a love triangle with an inanimate object with an eating disorder. Oh man, the Dead Sea, the Dead Sea guys were amazing. <laughs> Let's me show you a life-changing experience and they would just come up and just grab. Have you ever seen Observe and Report? Yeah. That's that's the best small cop <laughs> movie. I think I've talked about this several times in previous podcasts yeah. of yours. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, let's move on. Dear Hell Yeah Podcast, mm-hmm. I'm 29, 29. I'm uh, having real trouble holding down a steady job. I'm a college graduate, and it's not because I don't like to work. My problem is that I have a strong personality, and I tend to butt heads with management. Okay. Deep down, I think I'll only be satisfied with a job if I'm the boss, or if I own my own business. Do you have any suggestions about positions for someone who can't handle having a boss? Uh, sounds like we've got the makings of a fine mall security officer. Is what we sound like right there. Uh, Do you dislike authority? Uh, Become authority at the local mall. Toss this guy a plastic badge. He's ready yeah. for the force. He's about to rule the Forever Twenty One with an iron grip. This guy is bullheaded, and he doesn't like working with management. And he's wondering what career path he should go. Yeah. The DMV. The DMV. Just so you can be and really inflict your unhappiness on other people. Yeah, just be the least helpful person on yeah. the planet. The, the mall's a wild place. It's, you have no idea. It's nuts. I think this guy would also do a good job. Um, someone who's who's done this, uh, DNA, um, the Santa Cruz comedy kingpin. What uh-huh. he did as, as a young, he toured and he, he made bracelets. And he sold bracelets at, like, Grateful Dead concerts. A lucrative career choice. It, it could be something this guy's interested in. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you better start weaving some friendship bracelets. Weaving some bracelets or some kind of arts and crafts that you could sell outside of a stadium. Uh, or, better yet, pull off the shoulder of the road in your, um, you know, your, your Toyota Sienna mm-hmm. and uh, sell wind chimes right out of the back of that thing on the side <laughs> of the road. That's, a, that's, that's the career opportunity for this guy. Untapped market. <laughs> Did I ever tell you, there's, uh, I was looking for a car once. And I was just, I didn't, I was like a, a younger kid. I was just looking online. And I, was, I was looking at the Chrysler 300. Yeah, and I was just sending out a bunch of like messages to dealerships, saying, "Hey, uh-huh. tell me more information about this car." And I didn't realize that they would not only email back, but be very, very persistent about it. And so this guy kept on asking, like, "Yo, yo, yo, like, when are you coming to get the Chrysler 300?" Yeah, the preferred automobile for fentanyl dealers everywhere, by the <laughs> way. It's a big drug dealer car. Oh yeah. And so this is, you can read, you can see the email. Oh, Michael yeah. Michael Nordstrom, when will you be coming in today, and what time? I said I regret to have to inform you <laughs> that I will not be making it for our appointment today. I have bought a 1978 Dodge van, and I am traveling across country selling my custom leather hot pants. <laughs> this I, is what she said to the Chrysler dealer. To the, yeah, to the dealer. And he said, I'm very sorry if I've wasted any of your time. 
I would like to make it up to you by sending you a pair of my custom leather hot pants free of charge. If you leave your postal address and waist size, the pants will be shipped as soon as possible. I'm sorry for any inconvenience I have caused. And then he said, You fucking pussy. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want a Chrysler? A Chrysler 300? It's a top automobile. What did he say? He said, Hello and congrats. And sounds good. I'm very interested to know what these hot pants are all about. I will let my family and friends know about these. My mailing address, I probably should, I'll I'll bleep it out. My mailing address is... Of course there's a Chrysler 300 dealer, by the way. And then in a separate email, 32. His waist size. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's incredible. You know, you're doing yourself a serious disservice. As a matter of fact, before you leave here today, I have a pair of 32-inch waist leather hot pants. I'm not kidding around. I'll go get them right now just to prove it. How crazy would it be if I sent... this, This happened in 2017. Listen to me, Mike. There is not a chance I will let you leave here without doing this. I swear to Christ, I have a yeah. size 32 waist leather hot pants right that now. That is absolutely nuts. You know what? Do we have? Can I grab the hot pants? Grab the hot pants. Okay. Here's the thing, Mike. For those holy <laughs> shit. For those haters who think I'm bullshitting. Where the fuck? Do, why even have leather hot pants? Don't ask. Oh! What are they? They're 36 inch waist. 36. You know what, though? It's not bad. It's pretty close. Oh! Man, I feel feel terrible now. (laughs) Regardless, you're sitting in these hot pants. But just just wait, because it gets better. Okay, let's hear it. So he says, waist size 32. He says, can you please... uh, I know what I say to him. Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself? So I can really make a pair of leather hot pants that not only feel great, but look great as well. Okay. And then he sends me a picture. Of his, uh, of his penis? <laughs> of a man in leather pants. Okay. And says, my waist size is 32. And I really don't know what to say since I'm not familiar with leather hot pants. These look nice. Something like this I would wear. And that's pretty much it. I don't want to send a lot of non-work-related emails. I will get into trouble, but thank you, <laughs> and I am excited to see how they come out. I appreciate it a lot, and I said to myself, this is so funny. I don't want to get them in trouble. It's good enough. I'm not. I'm going to leave it at this. The next morning, yeah. he sends a follow-up email. <laughs> Hello, did you get all of the info and the picture I sent you? This guy really wants the hot pants. Yeah, yeah like I said, if you don't send him these hot pants. Four years later. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry, uh, I went up a couple of sizes because I figure it's been since 2017. You might have gained some weight. You've been hanging out the Wetzel's pretzels. I fucking yeah. <laughs> the mannequins. What did you say back to him? I said, I received your, I received your correspondence about the leather hot pants. And at Hot Leather Pants Incorporated, we like to add a little bit of flair to the pants. I like to make each pair specific to the customer. If you could tell me a little bit more about yourself, like your hobbies, favorite movie, what kind of music you like, 
I could really make a pair of pants that will make people stop on the street and say, wow, those are nice pants. Well, I mean, I think anybody who orders a pair of leather hot pants is just, it's just David Lee Roth. (laughs) (laughs) It's Dave Navarro. (laughs) Shout out to Dave Navarro. The old Davey boy. Yeah, so I think uh, good advice for this guy. Don't work for anyone. Be your own boss. Yeah, sell sell wind chimes, leather hot pants, uh, friendship bracelets. Uh, yeah, succulents. It doesn't matter. Be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Nah, well, get into get into get into honeybees. <laughs> get into a little bit of honeybees. What else we got? Come on, lay them on me. I'm I'm I'm, I'm feeling uh I'm feeling knowledgeable. I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling benevolent. Let's let's get into it. Uh, go ahead and uh, feel free to interrupt me at any time. Um, I think my girlfriend is trying to get pregnant. Mm. <laughs> I have my suspicions because she first started saying it felt better without a condom. Uh-huh. And then started taking my condom off in the middle of sex. Mm-hmm. I think it's calculated because she used to be so anxious about whether I nutted in her and <laughs> wanted me to wear condoms. Uh-huh. She initiates sex more than me now. Uh-huh. She used to complain about being tired or sore all the time. But I'm not complaining, and part of me enjoys it. But I think it's off. I asked her if she was trying to get pregnant, and she explained to me that she just gets super horny from evolution because it's her <laughs> period. I started having a gut feeling when she sent me links to live pregnancy videos. Oh my God. And when she grocery shops, she always wants to go to the baby section because she thinks the clothes are cute. She gets super emotional now and cried from just watching an ad that showed a family eating together and started getting into baking because she said it brings her comfort. Mm. I've never seen her with this much appetite. And I don't know if I want to tell her she gained weight. It's not too noticeable, just in her face and boobs. She wanted me to this, come. This took a turn, by the way. This went, in a big this, way. This, this went from, my girlfriend's trying to get pregnant to, she's fat. What do I do? Keep, <laughs> she's keep, really packing on the pounds. Keep, keep going here. Uh, she wanted me to comfort her because she started getting sick. I thought it was COVID or food poisoning. What is happening? Because she's been eating weird shit. Mm. I asked her to get checked out and tested but she snapped on me while we were at OTP, and then I heard her throwing up. Mission accomplished. <laughs> she still asked me to come over to fuck despite the fact that she was sick. I don't think she is a reason for wanting to be pregnant. It's just her recent changes that started making me paranoid. I'm really starting to question it now. Someone tell me I'm tripping. Well... I'm going to tell you, this goes back, if this guy is looking for any employment advice, uh, don't be a detective, because this might be the stupidest guy of all time. She's pregnant. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> like, she has to be. The girlfriend scooping up used condoms from the waste bin is uh, is suddenly throwing up every morning and wants pickles and peanut butter. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think she's preggers. Well, she's very pregnant, but... What I was going to say is, this guy missed a brilliant opportunity to get a vasectomy and not tell her about it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's you. <laughs> you got to get snipped. Yeah, with uh, the... And, and, uh, I'm going to tell you, once you get into, um, you know, my age, you know, the mid-30s, uh, fertility issues become a big thing. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many... Uh, 
uh, colleagues, friends, and, and, and things that I have that uh, experience these difficulties and have to go through in vitro mm-hmm. and all these different things. I'm assuming, how old did he say he was? He, no age. I'm, no I'm, age? I'm going to guess, maybe, by how stupid he is, maybe his 20s. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, it kind of sounds like there's, uh, the only advice we could really give is, uh, I don't know, uh, you, better, maybe. Better get, you better get used to some uh, garnish wages, my friend. A good advice would be don't, don't do your gender reveal party in dry brush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, this is, the, this is the, the world's dumbest uh, person writing in. You don't, you don't need to start uh, any fires in the uh, Los Santos area. What do you think is the worst advice you've ever gotten? The worst advice I've ever gotten. I'm going to have to think about that because I've gotten some pretty bad advice. We've all gotten bad advice. Really sent us on the wrong track. How about you? Me? Yeah, worst advice. It, it's not broken. It's not broken. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it was very much broken. I had to go to the hospital. It was my collarbone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how long How long did you go without uh, going to the... the, the the hospital? Yeah. I went, I went, I, I drove, or I wanted, I wouldn't, I, I got driven home. Yeah. Someone else drove my truck, and then I got, I like, went to go take a shower, uh-huh. and that's when I noticed. Right when I like, I, I'm like, something is very wrong. <laughs> Threw on the bathrobe, and it's like, I can't get it over my right shoulder. <laughs> the, the lump, it's, you know, the bone's sticking out. Going back to uh, the world's um, worst advice giver, uh, you know, Papa Smith. Who sometimes gives good advice. Funny story. One time when I was a kid, I broke my arm, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know why he didn't take me to the doctor, but I went a week and a half with this broken arm. God, just kind of dragging it around. And uh, at night, I was crying. I was a little kid. I was like, my arm hurts really bad. And he goes, your arm's not broken. He said, uh, he said just put this sock on your arm. <laughs> And pretend it's a cast, and that'll make the pain go away. God damn. <laughs> I put this tube sock on my arm, and they said, oh, okay, uh, in my head, mm-hmm. you can get me to stop crying. He's yeah. like, uh, it's not hurting anymore, is it? I said, uh, he said, that's the placebo effect, son. <laughs> that's how I learned what the placebo effect God was. Damn. Yeah, my father's uh, failure to, to provide uh, adequate health insurance yeah. resulted in me learning what the placebo effect was. That's like learning like like the like, you know like the dead cat theory where like you don't know if you put a cat in a box and you put poison in it you don't know, the cat is either alive it's alive and dead at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's like that but like it's like showing you with with your childhood cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh that 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 was his solution. So a week and a half I think I went with the broken arm. Maybe a week. And then, can't re- then uh you know I ju- dual custody uh with my uh, parents. And there was the the, the, the child exchange, mm-hmm. which is uh, one of the most horrible things a child to go through in the parking yeah. lot of a CVS, where you <laughs> jump from uh, jump from dad's Toyota to Toyota, or, or excuse me, a Ford Taurus. That's what he drove mm-hmm. at the time. Dad drops you off in the Ford Taurus. Mom picks you up with stepdad. You know they can got to walk across the parking lot, getting to getting to mom's car. Why is that, that tube sock on your arm? <laughs> well, no, this is essentially what happened. Uh, I was dragging it. You know, at my side, and my mom goes, "What the fuck's wrong with his arm?" Oh, nothing. He just he hurt it. Uh, well, did you take him to the doctor? Well, of course, I didn't take him to the doctor. He's fine. Yeah, yeah it turns you out. You know who runs the doctor's office? Turns turns out it was uh, turns out it was broken. Yeah. When people think it's not broke, it's, it's usually broke. It's usually broke. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's usually broke. It's the classic. Um, 
You ever had this happen when you're a kid where your car is making a horrible noise? And it's like, what is that weird noise? And then every time dad gets in the car to listen to the noise, it disappears. It stops. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, dad, you hear that? Nothing's wrong with the car. The car it's is hard. fine. Turns out the car's broken. <laughs> you just you crank the transmission button. blows up. Uh, you know, inside of the road. You're, you're you couldn't hear the you know the the broken rotor because he was blasting the Almond Brothers too loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Midnight Rider. Dun, 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 dun. All right, let's 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 keep it going. I. 20 female, have been dating uh, my girlfriend, 20 female, uh, for just over two months. Uh I spent New Year at her place, two hours away, and even met her family. Since I've gotten back home, she's only messaged me a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And she hasn't messaged me at all for almost two weeks now. Mm -hmm. I understand that she may be busy, but I don't understand why she has read my messages but not replied to any. Can anyone give me any advice on what to do? Uh, she's a twenty-one. She's a twenty-year-old woman. That's uh, that. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. It's, they, they just they never talk to you again. No, no. She's probably got uh, another girlfriend. Um, twenty, twenty, uh, and that's that's not gender uh, inclusive either. That's just twenty-year-olds in general. They're just uh, you know they, they they cheat. They're a rowdy bunch. <laughs> they cheat. They you know you're twenty years old. What do you, what do you what do you want? It's a rowdy you're, bunch. You're twenty years old. You're, you're the physically you're at the peak of your life. So, uh, you know, what do you expect? What I would do is yeah. go to your local, let's say a Ross sound. Go get some costumes. Get some clothes that doesn't look like your normal style. Mm-hmm. Drive two miles and, I don't know, do a stakeout. <laughs> Stalk her. That's, yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Learn her, her schedule, where she's going, what she's doing, who she's hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's say maybe she's she's a student at a, at a local college sneaking the class. Better yet, go to Verizon, mm-hmm. find out her social security number, get access to her phone records, find out who she's texting, what time. Get on Amazon.com, right? Get a magnetic <laughs> GPS tracker. Okay. okay. Put it underneath her car. Follow her every move. Find out what she's doing. Break into her house when she's not home. <laughs> Log on to her laptop. Check her mm-hmm. last sent messages. Mm-hmm. That's that's how you got to get to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. You want answers? You got to be assertive. You got to you got to figure out those answers. Next step: go into the bathroom, find the hairbrush, take her hair out of the hairbrush, yep. take it home, do a medieval dark seance. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, that's a uh, cut off a rooster's talon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Throw it on the uh, on the third most western turn of your local uh, highway. Mm-hmm. Turn yeah. on an episode of of Tattoo Master of Ink Master, mm-hmm. and and get your you know get her to love you through through dark magic. Yeah, you to draw a pentagram on the ground and salt, and put on uh, Jane's Addiction. Let the good times <laughs> roll. <laughs> a little bit of Twisted Sister. Feel the devil roll yeah, through you. Just, uh, just, just give a little shout out to Dave Navarro on the <laughs> podcast. We got to do. He's a big 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 time listener first time caller if you got dave navarro to call in for advice oh god i mean i i I would cry of happiness i would be the one seeking advice all right um i've been living with my girlfriend 
for the past six months. Mm-hmm. We're both in our early 20s and have an overall great relationship. And from well before our relationship began, I've been a big fast food eater. There's an intersection in my city that hosts several different fast food restaurants. And I'll frequent basically all of them. Since I do shift work, I'm generally off the clock around 11 a.m. And just being too tired to cook, I'll hit up a burger joint for a cheeseburger and some fries. Mm. And my girlfriend always wants to have exactly one bite. Exclusively the first bite of every item I order. When I noticed this, I would start by contacting her on my way to the restaurant asking if she wanted something. Her answer was consistently no. But when I got home and dig in, the crinkling of fast food bag is like Pavlon's bell to her. She would immediately beeline straight for wherever I'm eating and ask if she could have a bite. I asked if I could just leave a little at the end. No, she wants the first bite. I pleaded with her just to let me buy her food. She says no, she doesn't want to eat that much. I've tried ordering a bit more and letting her polish off the whole burger. No, she'll turn every item into a sampler platter and then throw away the food I bought for her after the first bite. If I don't eat it, I don't like it. I don't like this bizarre culinary version of jus premier noctis. Fancy word. (laughs) French, maybe? (laughs) French? We got a real scholar on our hands. Uh, For the past few weeks, I've been eating in my car and discreetly disposing of the wrappers. I was just telling her I wasn't hungry after work, but the other day she found a garbage bag full of fast food wrappers in our bin on garbage day, and she's furious at me for lying to her. Hmm. Uh... You know, sacrificing the first bite it comes with the territory of being a heterosexual. Uh, you gotta, I mean, this is the struggle that every man with a girlfriend faces. And it's always the best bite, too. It's always got the pickle, the lettuce, the tomato, the burger, the you cheese, the bun. You got a little bun. bit of everything. It's, uh, it's the perfect bite every time. Uh, Katie is incapable. Incapable. <laughs> if I'm eating something, she needs to have a bite of it. She needs to. Yeah. Whatever I have, she shouldn't even need to be hungry. I think it's Dang. just. I think it's more of a. Uh, uh, more of a, like a dominance. Uh, thing? That's a dominance thing. It's yeah. definitely a dominance thing. See, I my my last appreciates a bite. She doesn't need a bite. She usually wants me to take bites of her shit, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is which is always nice. Well, it, it shows. Uh, I think the the offering of the first bite. Uh, they want to know that you're a provider. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what that comes down to. This really is a test, and it's this guy is failing, failing. <laughs> miserably in a big way. Um, he could always just go to Arby's because nobody's going to want to bite of that. Yeah. So <laughs> just start going to things that she hates. Yeah. Oh. We went down to the Long John Silvers, yes. picked up some fish fillets. Yeah, find out she has a find out find out what she's allergic to, and only order that. <laughs> yeah, we got a whole bunch of onions and garlic on this bad boy. Yeah, it's uh, just um, you know just start if just start putting peanut butter on everything in the in the off chance that she has some sort of a yeah. peanut allergy. Start having tastes that are so uniquely and gross. Yes. Uh, 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 what is that fruit? Uh, d- durian fruit? Take <laughs> <laughs> some out. Even fucking some, some dragon fruit. You know? Just start. Uh, just start. Just just get really into anchovies. <laughs> oh, some fucking some prepackaged sardines. Just canned oysters. Just uh, 
Yeah. Start finding your meals on just, you know, outside. You got a, a ran over fucking, you know, possum. Yeah, bring 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 home some roadkill. Go ahead, deep fry a, a fucking a bald eagle, you know? Have fun with your meals. Yeah, yeah you, you, you've got to find out that that's the only way around this is uh, just find things that she hates. And just uh, you're going to have to develop a palate yeah. and an acquired taste for, you know, horse meat. Yeah. <laughs> also, another just like... Just take it, you know. Like, just how, like give her just the take. Give give her the bite. give her the bite, dude. Give her the bite. Give her the bite. Let it go, you Come fat on. fuck. Yeah, you're you're hiding in your car. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a that, that's a guy with some some serious uh, food issues right yeah. there. Wolfing down the uh, the in, fuck the the Big Macs in his in his Subaru, and he's judging me because I don't know how to say uh, fucking Jews Pramenaktus. Did you say that's in italics? Uh, what? Uh, where the hell is it? Jus primi nact. Yeah. Yeah. So he thinks he's this big intellectual making fun of me, Michael Nordstrom, the host of the Hell Yeah podcast. Yeah, the, the gall of this individual. I, I'm gonna have fucking one of these people, the the, the stalker lady. We're gonna have him. Yeah, this, this, guy. this guy's an aristocrat too. This. With his elevated uh, with his elevated palate, this guy's uh... <laughs> This son of a bitch. These fine French cuisines, this this uh this this pleb is going to Burger King. Thinking he's better than everyone else. Give her the first bite, she Makes you, me you sick. sad fat sack of shit. <laughs> Come on, it's your last. You gotta treat the last right. Yeah. You got a gal? Be be a generous lover. Yeah. You know? Bring an egg salad sandwich into the bedroom, okay? Good God, dude! It's a chicken nugget. Let yeah. it go. Let it go. Come on. All right. Well, we'll, we'll go. We'll, we got one more for us today. One more. Let's let's lay it on me. Lay it on me thick. Yeah. So this is uh. So my mother is still uh, adjusting to dialysis, mm. and would frequently feel nauseous, and so was on heavy medication. Her eyes were <laughs> droopy the majority <laughs> of the time, um, and my mother has a rocky relationship with her mother. And so when my grandmother made an offensive remark, my mother glared at her. That made my grandmother think that she was possessed. <laughs> Two days later, an aunt of mine tells my father there's a family thing and invites us. My parents go there. The place is an hour away. Turns out it was an exorcism. Oh, good God. My grandmother went to a con man she trusts and told her that my mother's CKD wasn't because of scientific reasons, but because she was possessed by the soul of a woman that died of the same disease Mm. and hence the exorcism Mm. had to be done. My mother came back home all hysterical and still isn't talking to people involved this on her side of the family. My father says that although what they did was wrong, they had good intentions. My grandmother had a huge operation last week, and my father asked me to check in on her and call her, which I did not. My father says what happened uh, happened doesn't concern me, and I should talk to her. I disagree. My mother is more important to me. 
Sounds like your mother is a Christ-hating heathen. <laughs> kind of seems like she is maybe a demon inside of her. Yeah, uh, it sounds like, uh, oh, heaven forbid, they're trying to get you on the path of righteousness and you don't want to comply. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like your mother uh, is heading straight to the fiery pits of hell when she dies. So uh, I don't know. Maybe you should be more concerned that she's speaking in backward hieroglyphics. <laughs> uh, your mom's speaking in tongues, dude. Let her get the help she needs from uh, a, a, a person who's right with yeah. God. Her, her head <laughs> spun around 360. Maybe it's a concern. Yeah, uh, it, it sounds to me like uh, sounds to me like your mother needs to follow through with that exorcism. Yeah, I mean, call up Constantine. Sounds like your uh, your mother's possessed by <laughs> by a demon. It's wild that there are still exorcisms. Yeah, might <laughs> I don't know? Maybe invest in holy water, asshole. Yeah, like, uh, what do, you, yeah. do you have a crucifix store near you? Yeah, it sounds. Uh, it sounds like I don't know. Maybe don't skip on Sunday mass, brother. How about that? <laughs> you need the word of God. You got you two in the mix. Put it in the soundtrack. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds like um, I don't know, man. That's it. Sounds like you need to start putting on the Doobie Brothers and figuring this thing out because uh, clearly. Something, something, not not right with Christ. Something's rotten in the old uh, in the old Pope, in the old Pope department. Yeah, sounds like uh, sounds like your mom's possessed by a demon, and uh, her family's trying to do the right thing, and you guys are a sinning family. Yeah, and she's really trying to stop, which kind of makes me think maybe she's possessed. Yeah, this, this, we just, we've got a couple of Satanists writing into yeah. this body. Yes, this is a but, good. But you know, who are we? We're just, you know, we're just the messenger. We just assume, you know, we take the information, we apply it as logically and as sanely as, as we can. I'm going to heaven. That's all. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you're wearing a plantation owner on your on your sweatshirt. Is Colonel Sanders a plantation owner? He dresses like one. I don't think Colonel Sanders is a plantation owner. You might want to fact check that because we don't want to go throwing out. I mean, that's a that's a pretty heavy accusation. He, I mean, if you go to the hall, if you go to Spirit Halloween and and you look at the plantation costume and the Colonel Sanders costume, same costume. By the way. I don't think the Spirit Halloween store is selling a plantation owner costume. You'd be surprised what they let slide at, at Spirit, dude. Yeah. A plant- they, just, they just set up an abandoned yard birds. There's no laws in a Spirit. My favorite about the Spirit Halloween costume is just all of the boner-themed costumes. Have you ever been in this, like, Skella boner, banana boner? It's yeah. just all a bunch of just costumes. Uh, yeah. With with uh, that placating yeah. to erection. Why couldn't it just be a, a normal prisoner? Why? <laughs> a pri- <laughs> Why does it have to be a prisoner with a boner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's a weird holiday, dude. What uh, what advice do you give? Oh man, Mike, I give all sorts of advice. I mean, give a, give a topic, and I'll um, give you some advice on let's it. Let's say, let's say, or let's just say, what's the what do you think is the best advice that you have given? The best advice that I've been given: quit stand up comedy. Quit, just quit. <laughs> you know what Steve Osborne said? What the same exact thing? <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, yeah. quit stand up comedy. Don't do it. Don't uh, quit wasting your life. Uh, invest time into your job. Uh, your significant other, 
uh, get a hobby that has uh, some sort of fulfillment outside of uh, being a complete narcissist on stage. Uh, do something that's financially uh, in your best interest. And uh, quit stand up forever and quit pretending that you're going to make it because you never will. Uh, that's for everyone else. But now <laughs> you need to give advice to me. If you could give me any kind of advice, what advice would you give old Michael Nordstrom? What would I give Michael Nordstrom? Uh, let's see. Uh, never throw shade on Colonel Sanders' name ever again. Uh, what else? Quit stand-up comedy forever, Mike. You're you're a creative individual. You have uh, you're you're obviously a little more motivated than most that are uh, in this uh, hobby of ours, or excuse me, I don't want to say hobby because people have a tendency of looking down on quote-unquote hobbyist because they don't hit shitty open mic 14 times a day. You're, you're a creative individual. You, uh, you're passionate. Put this effort into a creative outlook. Continue doing comedy. Continue doing it, Mike. You're a funny guy. Continue doing comedy. But invest a lot of this uh, motivation and effort into things outside, you know. Cody Smith, I I hate to break it to you, but I'm going to be the one that makes it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be the one that makes it. I'm sure you are, Mike. I'm sure you are. Okay, I'm going to have my own sneaker deal. Are you kidding me? You're going to be the next Kevin Hart? I'm going to be the next Kevin Hart. I'm going to have a sneaker deal. Selling out arenas. That's Mike Nordstrom. I'm I, selling out I could see it. I could selling see, out. I could see it. You're I could see, see it. You're going to see me doing Allstate commercials, all right? He's going to have his own line of hot pants. Ooh, <laughs> baby, they're going to look fucking fresh. Uh, Cody, thanks for coming on. Oh, with without a doubt. Thank you for having the me. Fucking, Appreciate it. The fucking dog, dude. Um, again, mm-hmm. any kind of social media you want to plug? Or? Uh, you know, I don't. I t- Check him out. Check him out on the fucking on the web. Yeah, at the local show. Check out Fog Belt. Yeah, local farmers market. Getting into bees. This guy's selling honeysuckles by the dozen. What are those little honey sticks? Yeah, the honey sticks. Yeah, lavender honey sticks. They're delicious. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm gonna release. A line of my own lavender honey sticks. Come see Ooh. me at your local farmers market. That's absolutely beautiful. That's, that's my plug. This is the Hell Yeah Podcast. I'm the host, Mike Nordstrom. Check out my socials, Michael Nordstrom, M I K E L. Nordstrom, check out the Hell Yeah podcast socials. Yeah, check YouTube, it out. Uh, fucking Instagram. Maybe a Facebook will set up. I don't know. We're going to get weird. We're going to get weird on TikTok. What's the phone number? If you need help and you need top tier advice given by Michael Nordstrom or a fellow guest every single week, call in to our advice phone line. Ring a ding ding, you'll go straight to voicemail. Mm-hmm. You can leave your problem. We'll give top tier advice. So right now, call. 415-785-4509. With that Bay Area, San Francisco area code. Bang, wow. Bang. It's a 415, baby. Wow, wow. Look at that. Elitist. We're fucking, we're big ballers over there. Where do you think I got this velour tracksuit? The 415 area code. Big, big. Look out. You don't think I'm doing well? You're a big shot, baby. I'm I'm wearing that fucking... I'm not wearing a chain, but I got a chain, dude. Look at that. You have a chain in your pocket. In the pocket. I don't even need to flex my shit like that. Damn. Damn, Mike. I got it on lock. Sounds like you don't need advice. You should be the one imparting words of wisdom. That's what we're here for. Hell yeah.
Hey, this is the Hell Yeah Podcast. Can I get a hell yeah? Give me a hell yeah. What? What? Hell Can yeah. I get a hell yeah? What? What? Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. What? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I know it ain't right. And I know it ain't right. And I know you shouldn't take this advice. But make sure you're really drunk when you drive and Walk on some glass with no shoes on and don't pay for your meal. Dining dash. You better not ask me for no advice because I'm going to tell you the wrong thing. Get a hell yeah, what, what?